1: All right, all right, all right. Good morning, wherever you are. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thank you for tuning in to the Locker Talk podcast on the Baptist News Radio Network where you hear about NFL stars of tomorrow today. I'm your host, Barry Barnes, founder and CEO of Locker-Report.com. And you guys can always go to the site. Go to the site right now, wherever you're doing. Go to Locker-Fort.com where you're here or where you can read about NFL content that you are not here anywhere around the world. I guarantee you, you will not be pleased. You will not be disappointed, especially if you love football just as much as I do. Not too many people that love it as much as I do, but there are some out there that can, like, say, yeah, 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 they love football, too. So you definitely will enjoy what you'll find at Locker-Fort.com. But you guys can always follow me, any one of my social handles, on Twitter at Locker underscore reports, on Instagram, LockerPort100, all small caps on Facebook, lockreport.com, and on Facebook, check out the Locker Talk Podcast. But make sure you guys subscribe. Go to the site. Go to YouTube today. Subscribe to the channel, Locker Talk Podcast. We get to check out this show. But on the video version, where I have highlights and everything talking about what are we talking about here on the Bachelor News Radio Network. So make sure you guys go and subscribe today. The subscribers are following in you know, there's every day. There's always people that subscribe and subscribe. And so make sure that you're one of the people, one of the individuals that stand on top of what's being talked. But most importantly, make sure you guys tune in to this network or the of News Radio, um, Radio Network.com where you can check this show out anytime you want to, 24 hours a day at leisure. Make sure you guys check out the of News Radio Network.com. All right. I hope everyone is doing well, feeling really good. Nice, strong workout this morning as usual. So you're already pumped, fired up early in the morning, ready to talk some football with you guys. Yes. We know that football season is right around the corner. You know, players ready to get to their OTAs, mandatory OTAs, in like another week or so, a week or two. Or so these guys are ready to rock and roll in the middle of the NBA playoffs. So that is, that is fun. That's going to hold us over till at least when preseason starts. So with that being said, hope everyone is being safe out there and all that good stuff. So that's that's most important. That's light in the tunnel. Hopefully uh, the loved ones and everyone is safe and continue to do what they have to do in order to make it through this pandemic that this country is slowly, slowly coming to an end with. Now, we talked about, you know, after the draft, evaluating players and, you know, dealing with the ACCU issue. And then there were some things we want to talk about with ACCU that I will talk about at the end of the show with some series talk about the ACCU football program and also dealing with the NFL scouting process. Um, towards the end of the show, you will know the angle that I'm going to move forward in the next couple of weeks with this, this show regarding to that. However, before we move on to that, you know, this show, the the basis of this show is talking about the, the players who came through the NFL Regional Combine, uh, working closely with NFL football operations, you know, for the past several years and helping small school guys get to the NFL has been, uh, I, I would say, uh, a breathtaking experience for myself to be able to be a part of young a uh, young man's dream in getting to the NFL and then to see how li- life changes after they get to the NFL and be successful. So we definitely want to, you know, definitely, you know, what this show is all predicated about. Uh, we talked about, about a week ago, about how the players, 15 players, 15 players from the NFL Regional Combine process who were free agents had signed. There's still, you know, a couple more out there. just two of them primarily. Austin Ritter, who was the former Um, center for the Kansas City Chiefs, and also former backup quarterback Nick Mullins for the San Francisco 49ers. It's uh, rumored that he may sign with the Jets. The Jets are looking for a veteran quarterback. And with Masala, who was a defensive coordinator for the 49ers, good chances are that he may bring Nick Mullins to back up Zach Wilson, which only makes sense. You know, someone who's familiar with the head coach, although he was a defensive coordinator, but he's familiar with the way how he played so I would not be surprised if Nick signed with the Jets. This is something I'm really looking forward to. And then you'll have a team where we have four NFL regional combine um talents on one on one squad. I'll talk about with Keelan Cole, wide receiver, wide receiver, Vincent Smith, defensive end Kyle Phillips, and then if Nick Mullins come over and join the party, that'll be four players. So really looking forward to that and seeing that, you know, happen. Now with the NFL schedule that came out, the, the, the NFL schedule was Pretty much like the, I would say like the third biggest event as far as fans, you know, I'm not talking about the owners' meetings, you know, but, you know, fans not really into the owners, you know, when they have their meetings and everything. The only thing they just want to hear from the owners about, you know, regards to this year, you know, what the rules are going to be changed and how things are going to look on the field. So that's, I would say, out of the meetings, that's something that the fans look forward to. And also, I was saying about the rule changes. But the other big part was the schedule. The schedule. The schedule is a big thing. And when the league came out with that schedule, everyone was plugged in. I was plugged in, you know, as well, looking to see, you know, the matchups, you know, who, what teams want going to get a chance to go at each other. And then at the same time, you know, the revenge thing start coming to my mind. And, of course, the biggest get-back game is when the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, led by a seven-time NFL Super Bowl champion, Tom Brady, goes to Foxboro in week four. To take on the team where he spent most of his, well, pretty much all of his in career, uh, NFL career in New England, when he go up against his old coach and Bill Belichick and week four, when he go take into his, the house that he built in Gillette Stadium. So that was that's the biggest get back game that everybody want to see, hands down. So my mind start wondering, you know, first in terms of the NFL regional combine, what players, what players will get a chance. To be able to go up against a team gave them the opportunity, so to speak, to, to get into the NFL, to be able to have a chance to start an NFL career, and because of it been a lot of number of things, not so much injury, but for us giving the opportunity to really show what they can do by going to by being on the practice squad and then trying to finally get on the active roster and if they got on the active roster they have they always been on special teams, never really got a chance to play with the offensive unit or the defensive unit. They was always in a box and then they had to actually go somewhere else to be able to get the opportunity to show that say, Hey, I can play in this league. And then to be able to get that opportunity to show that they play in this league, you know, that's, you know, that's a, a real big deal a lot of players and some of those players did not get that chance. And so that's when I started to wonder, okay, far as with the AC I mean uh far with the uh NFL Regional Combine platform, what players, what guys looked at their schedule and recognized like, uh oh, I get an opportunity to go up against this team because this team actually did not give me a chance. They gave me a chance, but they really didn't let me really get out there or they really didn't believe that I can Sit in that system, and be successful with this ball club. And now look at me, I'm doing well here. You know what? I'm ready to go up against these guys and show them the mistake that they made by not really fully believing in them, although they did give them that chance, that first crack in the NFL. So diving into the schedule, recognizing what players, where they're going at, where they're landing at, it really opened up a great big um, opportunity to show that, hey, You know, some of these players have something to say and looking forward to go up against some of these teams that somewhat count them out. And so when we talk about this, we're going to get right into some of the players who from the NFL Regional Combine, the teams they're about to go up against this year that I'm definitely looking forward to it. And you guys, make sure you be plugged in. Write all this stuff down. I'm quite sure you're not going to be able to keep up with all of it because most of these, these players you're not too familiar with. Some of them you'll be familiar with. But if you listen to this show all the time, you should already have an idea of some of the players that I've been talking about because, hey, I've been talking about them for the last couple of years. So everyone should be familiar with it. Okay, now we're going to start with one player, Chris Banjo. Chris Banjo, who's a defensive back for the Arizona Cardinals. Now, Chris, solid player, came through the process many moons ago, one of the very few Pioneers who came through the NFL Regional Combine um, platform and really helped carry this platform and this process to the next level. So he truly, truly is a pioneer for the NFL Regional Combine platform. Now, when he came into the league, he came into the league as a member of the Green Bay Packers. He was with the Green Bay Packers for about five years. And for the most part, he was always, always on special teams. Didn't really get too much. Every once in a while, you were seeing with the defensive unit, you know, a couple of plays here and there, but really not didn't not get acclimated, you know, with the Packers' on defense unit. And so he wound up became when he got uh, became a free agent. He signed with the Saints, where he was there where he was there for about two seasons. When he got to New Orleans, that's when you started to see Chris playing more with the defensive unit, although he was brought in to be a special teams guru, and he understood that. And he knew where his place was at. He made a foundation, made an NFL career, will of these special teams, and there's nothing wrong with that. But for every player who's, who, who made it, they want to be able to show their skill set a little bit more. And so coach, head coach for the Saints, Sean Payton allowed him that opportunity to be able to play with a defensive unit. Was there for two years. Then he signed with the Arizona Cardinals on a one-year deal where he was there last season last season started in six games, had 31 tackles and also had his first career interception. This past season, free agent again, signed another one-year deal with the Arizona Cardinals now when he looked at that schedule. When I looked at that schedule, he recognized that he get the opportunity to go over against the Green Bay Packers in week 8 as the Cardinals will host these guys in their stadium. And he is, and that is one day that I'm most certain of that he have locked on on this calendar in week eight, where Chris Banjo get a chance to go against the Green Bay Packers to show to them that hey, thank you for the opportunity, I really appreciate it, but if you guys gave him a little bit more time and allowed me to play with the defensive unit, this is what you may have gotten from me. So that was that is the first stop of the revenge tour for the players who coming who came through the NFL Regional Combine platform. You listen to Locker Talk on the Bachelor News Radio Network, where you hear about NFL stars tomorrow. Today, I'm your host, Barry Barnes, founder and CEO of LockerDashReport.com. Okay. Miss my Myway, you, heard me, talk, you heard, me mention, heard me mention this young man many a times, and especially during this past season. Each year, he has shown, shown tremendous ability as being an edge rusher. Came through the process in 2013, with the, And uh, as he came through the process, he signed with the Seattle Seahawks, where he won a Super Bowl ring, a Super Bowl title, primarily being on special teams, but was still there for another year. And then he bounced around the league, you know, where he went to the Raiders, uh, spent some time there, went to the Dallas Cowboys, spent some time there, went to the Arizona Cardinals, spent some time there before he re-signed with the Seattle Seahawks last year on a one-year deal. One year deal, did pretty good last year, brought in a good number of sacks, about eight sacks, still to show that he's one of those edge rushers to watch out for down the road. Now, this off season as a free agent, he signed a two year deal to remain with the Seattle Seahawks worth eight million dollars. So he's gonna be with Seattle for at least another two years. As that um defense continued to improve He's going to be a part, a part of that process, really showed a lot last year, even when they brought in Dante Dunlap from the Cincinnati Bengals. So the Bengals, so the Seattle Seahawks are starting to put things together and to see Benson in the process and help, build, help that team, that defense, get to the next level. So I'm really excited about that. All the teams that he played on, he's not going to play against all of them, but because he's in the NFC West, he will go up against the Arizona Cardinals in week eight, in week 11 and week 18. So he will get a chance to exact some revenge on one of his former teams, and that's one of the things that I know that he is looking for. I'm looking forward to circled on his calendar. It was circled on his calendar last year. I'm quite, quite sure he have haven't circled on this calendar this year. So I'm definitely looking forward to seeing what Benson is going to do against his old squad, the Arizona Cardinals, a team where he was really starting to show towards big progress and I thought for sure he would have signed a deal and remained with the team for a good period of time, but unfortunately did not. So week 11, week 18, you're to see the Seattle Seahawks, the Benchman, take on the Arizona Cardinals. you listen to Locker Talk on the Bachelor News Radio Network where you hear about NFL stars of tomorrow and today. I'm your host, Barry Barnes. We're going to take a quick pause, and when we come back, we're going to talk about some more players. The rest of the players, that had from the NFL Regional Combine, that have revenge on their minds, the teams that they want to get back at. And not saying that they hate these teams who they're playing against or that's some bad blood against these teams. There's nothing like that at all. We, they know it's the nature of the business. They know that from the uh, team perspective, and they also know from the players' perspective. But they still want to get back at some of these teams. And we're to talk about some of those players. You listen to Locker Talk on the Bastard News Radio Network.
0: DermaRest, the psoriasis solution, asks...
1: What's complete freedom? For me, it's an open road with the top
0: down. It's my bare arms getting warmed by the sun. It's my bare arms without a trace of psoriasis. Complete freedom. Brought to you by the complete relief of DermaRest psoriasis. Unlike brands which only relieve itching and inflammation, DermaRest psoriasis also removes the embarrassing scales, allowing healthy skin to grow.
2: Healthy skin? That's complete freedom.
0: Dermarrest, the psoriasis solution.
1: Welcome back to the Lock and Talk podcast on the Bachelor News Radio Network, where you'll hear about NFL starts tomorrow, today. I'm your host, Barry Barnes, founder and CEO of locker and make sure you guys always stay plugged in. Great news about the network. This network is growing. I'm telling you, make sure you guys always stay plugged in at the Bachelor News Radio Network.com as we introduce another show, another platform that has been open for great, for great great content. Make sure, following, this, uh, following the show, 930 this morning, a dose of the Dimes show which will be hosted by yanni Knot. yanni Knotts is going to give the i would say the dose of reality about love and life and drama from the dj dimes perspective make sure you guys tune in following locker talk podcast on the bachelor news radio network.com where you are here yanni Knotts as they make sure you get a dose of the Dimes of reality of love and life so make sure you guys stay plugged in as soon following Lockhart Talk on the Bachelor News Radio Network. Now, when we talked about the break, we talked about the revenge tour, so to speak, from other players from the NFL Regional Combine, get a chance to go after some of the teams that did not keep them on their roster when they first got their start in the NFL. And it's okay, trust me. They are truly appreciative of the opportunity to get to the NFL, to make a career in the NFL, so the love is always there. There's no hatred there. I'm not creating that. But however, the competitive nature of a player being let go by another team always sticks to their crawl. So that's what we talked about today's show. Now we talked about two players. Now we're gonna jump into our next player. Another player who I'm extremely fond of because this young man really has everything going. He's one of those guys that as soon as his playing career is over, you know, his career in finance is just gonna go into a whole new level. This young man, I believe that will be on every financial analyst show. He's going to be legit, and he's going to play it out until his career is over in the NFL, because he still have a lot to give out on the field. And I'll talk about Mr. Brandon Copeland, linebacker for the newly Atlanta Falcons. Now, Brandon came through, the pro- uh, came through the process many moons ago. One of the other true pioneers, I believe he came through the process in 2014, signed with the hometown team, the Baltimore Ravens. And then uh, spent some time there with them before he signed with the Tennessee Titans. And then missed a year of the NFL, came through what the NFL football operations had, was the Pro Player Combine. The Pro Player Combine was instituted, it was briefly, for players who were in the NFL at one time, was one year removed from being in the NFL, but wanted to give these guys an opportunity to get in front of scouts again to restart their NFL career. And Brandon Copeland was one of the very few players that went through that process and successfully, successfully got back into the NFL. And I believe from that workout, I believe in 2017, he's still the only player that's in the NFL today that came through that process and is being very, very successful in the NFL. Now, when he – Came back into the NFL. He was with the Detroit Lions. Special team. Did his thing there for a couple of years. And right into his third year. thought for sure, okay, Detroit Lions, recognized he got someone special here. He played a little bit more with the defensive unit. He was up there getting, getting to the quarterback. Okay, should be a no-brainer. All right, unfortunately, they did not sign him. The New York Jets picked him up where he spent two years there. And then after his, his, um, his two years with the Jets, he signed with the New England Patriots last year, where he was at all season, and pretty much missed majority of the season due to injury. Free agency he rolled around this year. Boom, he's in Atlanta uh, with the Falcons. Now, with a list of teams that he had played for and narrowed it down to several other teams that he's going to play or get a chance to play against. He will go up against the New York Jets where he was at for two years, so that's going to be a team that he'll get an opportunity to sink his teeth into. One more time, just to show, like, hey, y'all had me in y'all back door. Y'all let me go. Here I come. The New England Patriots get a chance to go up against those guys this year. Although he was being banged, banged up a majority of the year, he still get a chance to show to the New England Patriots. But what's circled on his counter is Week 16. When Week 16 roll around, he get a chance to go up against the Detroit Lions the team that uh, that looked like was gonna be more promising for him to be able to be at then our workout. The thing that's so interesting is that Matt Patricia was one of the was pulled the pulled the trigger to let him go, and not bring him back. And so Matt Patricia is with you New know, the New England Patriots. And although Matt Patricia was there last year when he had came back, but it's an opportunity for him to be able to go against Matt Patricia. And to show that, hey, maybe if you had kept me in Detroit, good chances you probably would still had your job in Detroit. Not saying that you held the cause, but it is this interesting content coming from someone like myself who loves this process and loves these players and wants these players to succeed. So what's on his calendar week 16 when the Atlanta Falcons take on the Detroit Lions? So that is circled on Brandon's calendar. That is definitely circled on my calendar. Make sure you guys circle that on your calendar. Okay, now for some other players that you're probably familiar with because they had their names in lights um, several times during their career, like Out of the Window, Winner the waiver. Pittsburgh Steelers fans know about this guy. He was a left tackle for about almost like almost seven years with the, the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, trying to keep Big Ben upright. So everyone is familiar with number 78, two-time Pro Bowl left tackle, definitely was a staple in Pittsburgh for a short period of time, but as the Steelers started to, I would say, you know, not do as well or not be as successful consistently throughout the entire season, um, albeit uh, Mike Tomlin never had experience of uh, a losing season, which is kudos to him. It's hard to do that in this league, hands down. But Alan window, Wendell Waver, thinking that, well, coming to this offseason, no one really had him re-signing with the Steelers anyway. So who was going to be the taker? To are bringing that veteran to help, to for him to help them get to the next level. Hey, why not go just a little bit towards the south, a little bit towards the east, stay in the same backyard, and sign with the rival, the most hated team in the whole universe towards the Pittsburgh Steelers, and that is with the Baltimore Ravens. Yes, the Baltimore Ravens. Sign Renald the to a two-year $14 million deal, 8 of that $14 million guaranteed. So this brother is definitely paid. He definitely succeeded the dream of being able to provide for his family and leave an inheritance for his inheritance. So he has done that. That's the most important thing. He has done that. So kudos to a rental for doing that. But competitive nation. Being with a team for a long time, hoping or believing that they will bring him back, where he thought he would be a stealer for life, did not work out. So he's going to go, make sure he played for a team where he can at least get his hands on them, and he get his hands on the Steelers at least two times this year. So he's definitely looking for these matchups against the Pittsburgh Steelers where he'll go to a team where he can help a young man in Lamar Jackson to try to give him some time so that this young man can be able to throw from the pocket a little better as Lamar has improved. Slowly but surely, but it's another story for another day, but it's one of those situations where he has to prove this year that he can take the level next level and being uh, a passer in this league and bringing in a veteran like Wendell Doveva to help give him the time that he needs to deliver the ball is something, something very special there. So the Ravens definitely looking out for their star quarterback by bringing this um, veteran in. So out of window, Wendell Waiver. Going up against the Pittsburgh Steelers in Week 13 and 18, when the Baltimore Ravens take on the Pittsburgh Steelers. So they, so there will be some matchups to watch out for. Now, speaking of a, a player that was with a team for a long time, thinking that hey, I'm coming at the end of my contract, these guys are definitely going to keep me in the house. Didn't happen. Didn't happen for Keelan Cole, wide receiver, formerly of the Jacksonville Jaguars, who came through the process of the NSL Regional Combine in two thousand seventeen, had a solid workout. Workout was so solid that the Jacksonville Jaguars decided, hey, let's bring this young man in. And all and what did Kenan Cool do? All he did was what the team asked him to do. In his rookie season, he led the team in receiving yards with seven hundred and forty eight. And finished second in receiving yards last year with six hundred and forty two. Now we all know that Jacksonville has not been the team the same ever since they went to the title game several years ago when they lost to the New England Patriots to get to the Super Bowl. Ever since then, the team has been broken up. Several players have been gone, signed, traded, everything. So this team was decimated. Um, so the, the the quarterback, the head coach carousel was going round and round and round, and you had this one Division Two kid from uh, from Kentucky, uh, uh, West Yarn, Come to this organization, and all he did was produce. In his four years, his tenure with the Jacksonville, he amassed 159 receptions for 2,242 yards, averaging 14.1 yards per catch. 12 touchdowns, as and as a return man, he had 356 yards and a score. His first touchdown on a return last year, which came against the Green Bay Packers in week nine to interrupt the NFL season. So, unfortunately, he was not resigned, but he did sign with the New York Jets for, on a five-year deal. I mean, on a on one-year deal, signed it for $5 million. So, he did land on his feet with another team and really can start to, you know, show to another organization that, hey, he's a viable piece if giving him the opportunity living on his schedule. Looking on his schedule, and as he scrolled down, he recognized, like, hey, week 16, <laughs> I get the chance to take on the team that did not sign me back, and he get, they get the chance to come up here to this cold, acclimated weather. Now, Cole is not, a, you know, fond of the cold weather. Matter of fact, when he was in Green Bay last year, he said it was so cold, you know, he said he hopefully he had, a, <laughs> he know, he's playing in the NFL, but he don't want to experience something like that no more. But, hey, get a chance to host the Jacksonville Jaguars when they come to New York. So week 16, Keenan Cole get a chance to exact some revenge on his former team. Now, last but not least, Terrell Adams. He talked I talked about this young man all last year with the Tennessee Titans, how the record he set for the NFL Regional Combine, and set a career high on for tackles for 125 tackles with the Houston Texans. And I said it's gonna be a no-brainer. Two years with them, the type of game that the type of season he had for that squad, and this team is on rebuilding um, platform knowing that they, this young man already know their scheme and their system, they're definitely going to sign him for the big money. But they didn't. I was shocked. They did not. I was actually expecting that to happen. Did not happen. And we're familiar with his carousel of teams that he had been at, he'd been on. Been with the Colts, been with the Chiefs, been with the Seattle Seahawks, been with the 49ers. This year he signed a one-year deal with the Buffalo Bills, and we looked on his schedule. Hey, he get a chance to go up against the Indianapolis Colts in week 11, where he was on the practice squad. Kansas City Chiefs, week five, where was on the practice squad. Didn't do too much there. However, week four, the Buffalo Bills hit the hosting. The Houston Texans, and believe me, he is licking his chops for that matchup. To prove those guys wrong, he's definitely going to finish with double-digit tackles in that game. So I'm definitely looking out for that matchup in 2021 of the NFL season now. As we talked about at the beginning of the show, what are we going to look at as far the show in the next couple of weeks? We want to really dive into some things dealing with the HBCU and with the, with the NFL scouting process. I'm going to start a series. I'm going to talk about the problems, the issues with the HBCU schools not doing all they can for their players to get recognized, to get to the NFL, and how the scouts' perspective in dealing with the HBCU and all small schools we going to spread some light, share some light, and not make it look like that the NFL don't care about the ACCU uh, community. It has something to do with that. The HBCU community need to get that stuff together, and we're going to talk about that. Now, make sure y'all guys stay tuned. That's the end of this show. But stay locked in to the com where you guys will check out the new show that's about to launch, A Dose of the Dive Show, hosted by Yarman Knox. So make sure – you check out this show where this show is detailed, giving a dose of reality about love, life, and drama from a DJ Don Suspector. So make sure you guys stay locked in. Make sure you tune in to the Dose of Don show with Yama Knox. So make sure you guys stay locked in. It's going to be a great show. Make sure you guys tune in to this show on the Bachelor News Radio Network.com where you hear about NFL stars tomorrow today. I'm your host, Barry Barnes founder and CEO of LockheedDanceForce.com. Everyone, stay blessed, talk to you guys soon, and stay locked in for the new show. Talk to you soon, everyone.
2: Hola, mommies and poppies, this is Yanni, your DJ and dance junkie, otherwise known as the DJ Dime, here with your dose of Dime. So thank you guys for tuning in to the Bachelor News Radio Network. I so appreciate you being here. So let's get down to business. First things first, I need to let you guys know that if you want to send me a comment, a question, or a request, you would need to do so with the number 646-929-0130. Or you could also leave a, a comment on the online chat room if you're listening online. But uh, of course, you can go to my DJ John website or you can go to my Facebook or um Instagram and leave a comment or question there. So why do I have a show? Who is this chick? Okay, so I can tell you. So my name is Yanni, and when I was married, I used to be a DJ with my husband. My husband was actually the main event. I was kind of the flunky. I was the person that hooked up stuff and you know, got his stuff ready, and I DJed up until he got there. I'm also the person that manages the dance junkies in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Shout out, okay? (laughs) And I cut music for us, and we do different dances and community stuff, and that's, you know, kind of who I am. So that's where I got the nickname the DJ Dime. So what does a dime mean? So a dime is Back in old school days when you would watch the cop shows, there would be this suspect that they would come up to and they would say, okay, well, I need to drop a dime. So dropping a dime actually meant giving out information. So when you would say that, they were like, I'm going to drop a dime on you. They're about to drop the information on you. So I love that statement, I'm about to drop a dime because I am a dime, okay? (laughs) Okay. So with that being said, the one and the zero obviously represents 10, and in one plus zero, it represents one whole. So I am one whole piece of beautiful woman. That is a lot of information. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So who am I really? Um, I actually do have a degree. I got some credentials behind me. I'm a licensed master of social work. Um, I actually do have a therapy service that I run, and I um, currently work for Daybreak Family Services. Shout out, because they are the best. And also, I have a coaching business under the DJ Dive, where I also do uh, different podcasts um, basically talking about music and how sometimes we can listen to the wrong type of music and it can, like, really kind of mess with what it is that we got going on. I am a wholehearted believer in the law of attraction. And sometimes we can listen to some some songs that'll make us really depressed and it'll stop all of the flow of positive things to us. So I have a podcast on that and you're welcome to tune in, uh, to go to my website, com and to check that out and see what you think about it. So with that being said, I also have some blogs um and a ton of life experiences so okay i was married and when i was married i was married to of course a, a wonderful guy he's still a good guy um and he he, uh, he and i had children together but um he was a dj and sometimes with the dj comes the drama and so we experienced some drama and, and it, i was uh There was some infidelity that happened, and with that came, um, when I found out about it and tried to leave, came domestic violence. And so I am a domestic violence survivor. Um, I had to flee with my children, um, and it was me and three kids, and we were in a one-bedroom apartment. It was so much fun. but um, So I have had a host of life experiences, um, including having to go through the – counseling with my children and relationship counseling with, you know, trying to get myself back together so that I could be better for my children. So with that being said, I was homeless at one point because, of course, no job, three kids, one bedroom apartment. It did not work out, and I ended up having to stay couch surf with a couple of people, me and my three kids. But with that being said, I built myself back up step by step. I would work myself from 6 a.m. in the morning to 9 p.m. at night um, and, you know, still staying on my children to make sure they had what they needed and got to a place where I could, you know, get uh, a, a habitat at home which is, I don't know if anybody knows about that in the other states, but Habits at Home is a place where they help you build your own house. And so that's where I am now. And then I ended up getting tricked into going to school, and I was blessed with a job, and here I am now. And it was a whole ring of positivity and life experiences and learning lessons and being humble and patient. And that's how I got here. So why am I here? Because when I was going through all of these things, while it seemed like um, I did get a lot of help, please understand. I did get a lot of help. I also had a sister network to help me get through the emotional stuff with, you know, my ex. But there was really no one there to be that person to bounce stuff off of in my head. So what do you do when you find out that your mate is cheating? There is no playbook. So what can you do? I mean, how do you find out those red flags prior to getting into a relationship? There is no playbook. So that is why I'm here. I want to be that person to bounce stuff off of so that people can get to a space where they feel safe and secure, pretty much what it is. Because relationships are hard. They're very hard when you get into the thick of them. In the beginning, they seem so much fun. We call that the honeymoon period. but In the thick of it, it can get pretty muddy and pretty choppy. So what is it that we can do to make it a little easier for us? So I kind of established this analogy, and I think we talked about it on a radio show yesterday. I call it the bank. So in the beginning of a relationship, there is a bank that we establish. You have one. Your mate has one. And in the beginning, you're supposed to put money into that bank. So every time you do something nice, you send a text message, money goes into the bank. You leave them a rose on the pillow, money goes into the bank. You do an act of service, money goes into the bank, okay? So we want that bank as full as possible because, (laughs) as life will always dictate, there's always going to be something that somebody doesn't like. So. You left the the gas tank on E. Well, that's a debit. So you didn't say I love you when you hung up on the phone call. That's a debit. So every time you do something that is unfavorable in the eyes of your mate, you subtract from their account. So if you're continuously putting in, there should be no problem, right? You continuously put that money in. You're continuously, you know, doing things for your mate. But when it is that you stop doing as much, because unfortunately in relationships, sometimes we get settled in what it is that we're doing, we we stop putting money into that bank, okay? And that's a problem because when a big thing comes through, I mean, and accidents happen all the time, so when a big thing comes through, and I mean, something that might not even be your fault, a car accident in their car or... You forgot the child at school or anything that you might be culpable for, but it's not your fault. That can kind of wipe your bank account out. So that is why you have to continue to put money into that bank and so that you can keep it full. So when those things come, okay, it was a mistake, not a big deal. But it's when those debits come back to back to back to back that having that bank on full makes all the difference in the world. It makes the difference between having a disagreement and everything be okay and then having a disagreement about salt and pepper. Yeah, it gets that deep. So that is why I like to – What I do is I normally take questions and letters, and I'll break it down for everybody to see what it is that's going on in a relationship and how I could give my two cents. And, of course, it is only my two cents. Please do not use my words as Bible because, of course, I am also divorced. But the thing is, what I have learned is that the message and the messenger are two different things. What I know is something that I've learned and I've earned it. So there are lessons, and then there are blessings. So what I mean by that is, everything that happens to us, good or bad, can either be a lesson to us or a blessing to us. Nothing is a tragedy because you can learn from it. So my marriage hurt. The, the divorce hurt. Um, having to leave my husband because I loved him hurt. Having to, you know, see him with somebody ten years younger than me. That all of that hurt. Lesson. So to say that it that it wasn't a tragedy is wrong, but to say that I didn't learn from it, that's also wrong. You have to almost learn the lesson before you go into the next relationship because if you don't learn the lesson, they're doomed to kind of repeat that again. Nobody wants to repeat what I've been through over again. So my goal, of course, is to absolutely learn the lesson prior to the next relationship so that when I go into it, I can do better. I can keep refilling that bank. Because, I mean, while we can sit here and say – I mean, I can sit here and say he cheated, so it was his fault. I could sit here and say that. But the truth is maybe I wasn't filling the bank like I should have been. Maybe I didn't do um, everything that I could have done to keep that bank full so that maybe, you know – it didn't get to that point. Am I saying am, that I am the reason for him cheating? No, that's a choice. But I'm saying that there are things that I could have done to make things different. So with that being said, that's a lot. It's a mouthful for sure. So when we move from our last relationships into the next one, we want to make sure that we are seeing what it is that's going on, what lesson can we learn from it, And how can we move forward in a positive direction? Because I'll be honest with you, there's not one ex that I don't still talk to. I'm still friends with them because I want to learn the lesson so that I can do better in the next relationship. And that's the honest truth. So don't forget, you can give me questions and comments. You can call in at 646-929-0130. Or if you're online, you could go to the chat room and leave me a comment, question, or concern. You could also hit me up on my uh, Facebook right now. But I'm not answering right now on my Facebook because I'm talking to you. So, listen, I am new to this. And this is so funny because I was supposed to give you guys an intro, and I was thinking an intro to a podcast. So, I gave y'all words. So, next week, we're going to have music. <sighs> Shouldn't a Don have music? Especially the DJ Don. So listen, you are listening to A Dose of the Dive, which to me means I'm just going to give you a little bit of medicine so that we can keep it moving from week to week. And I'm hoping that people will give me comments and questions so that I can expound upon them on the next uh, chapter next week, next time. <laughs> okay. So with that being said, I do want to thank the Bachelor News Radio Network for giving me a chance to have my own space, and this is going to be fun. And I'm hoping that you guys have fun with me, and I'm hoping that you guys have a lot of questions. So with that being said, I do want to talk about the different, the bank one more time because it's very important. The bank is something that you have to utilize all the time, especially when you. I think we talked about it yesterday, when you have adultery or something serious like that, and there's a crack in the bank, that you need, you have to double up what it was the what you were doing prior to um, the situation. So what that what I mean by that is if you were if you were not putting money into that bank if you are not doing the things that you have to do once you have a major insult to the to the relationship you have to double up your efforts and we'll talk about a little bit more about that when I come back. We're about to go for a break. Let's take a quick break. So you are listening to A Dust of the Dime with Yanni, your DJ, and Dan on the Bachelor News Radio Network.
0: Having uh, trouble we'll with math thing. or science homework? Call Rose Holman Institute of Technology's homework hotline, a free math and science tutoring service for Indiana students in grades 6 to 12. Call toll-free 1-877-ASK-ROSE from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern Time, Sunday through Thursday. And the Rose Holman College student will help you with your math or science questions. The tutors are patient, smart, and pretty cool. Remember, it's a free service and a free call. That's 1-877-ASK-R-O-S-E. Or visit askrose.org. Your mother-in-law just dropped in. It's dinner time, and she looks hungry. Time for a quick dinner. Think fast. Think eggs, like an omelet with tomatoes and cheese. Quick, easy, delicious. So, she loves dinner, compliments your creativity, and finally admits you're not a shameless social climber who stole her baby boy away. All thanks to the Incredible Edible Egg. For other quick dinner, lunch, and snack ideas, visit AEB.org. The Incredible Edible Egg. The American Egg Board.
2: I gotta tell you that commercial was wild. Okay, welcome back. I am your host, Yanni, your DJ and Dan Chunky with a dose of the dime brought to you by the Bachelor News Radio Network. So I wanted to go back to the conversation that I was in, talking about definitely that bank and talking about infidelity. So what else can you do? For first of all, I got a real quick segment because I don't want to go on to something else. Is you have to forgive. Even if you're leaving, you still have to forgive. Forgiveness is never for you. I'm sorry. Forgiveness is not for them. Forgiveness is 100% for you. If you do not forgive them, even if they did not ask to be forgiven, you're going to hold that stuff in you, and it's going to become poison. And I'm sure you've heard that time and time again, but it's absolutely the truth. you got to let that crap go. I promise you, let it go. Shame, regret, guilt, that's all B.S. It can ruin your life if you allow it to. It gets you into that point where you become mad at people that don't even deserve your anger. And that's just that old saying, hurt people, hurt people. It's 100% across the board. So, so moving on, one of the reasons why I am still hopeful is because I absolutely believe in soulmates. Twin flames, whatever you want to call it, I do. I believe in soulmates. Allow me to tell you why. <laughs> My father rest his soul, was a player. I love him very dearly. Please, please believe. But he was a player. I heard stories about him in high school that were just like monstrous. Four and five girls. I I just did not understand. But he told me, and and he told me this, not my mom. He told me that when he saw my mother, she was actually on a date with another guy. And they were sitting in the, what, then mind you, this is old school, in a five and dime. And so when her date got up, my dad said he slid in, and he said, you're supposed to be my wife. And so my mother, being the queen as she was, she said, okay, prove it. So with that being said, he told me up front that God told him that that was supposed to be his wife. Now, do I believe it? Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> has not yet happened to me. However, I do believe that there is somebody for everybody, and I do believe that um, you should – Always have faith and always have hope. I know there are a lot of people that have been hurt in the past, especially with multiple relationships, but that's the reason why we learned the lessons so that we can move forward. So with that being said, he did... Marry her within six months. So I think we were talking yesterday on the last radio show, and they were like, well, it's two years too long to wait to be married. My parents, my father told me that a man knows within six months whether or not he wants to marry a woman. And within a year after seeing seasons of a woman, he knows for sure whether or not he wants to be with this person for the rest of his life. So I am always the wrong person to ask about time limits <laughs> because I do not believe that it takes that long to decide. Now, six weeks, no, don't do that. And I have clients whose parents have been ha, have married within six weeks. That's too short of a time. I don't believe in that. I do believe you need to test out the waters, see who they are. Honestly, I feel like you should see – your the, your potential mate angry. You want to know how they process anger. How do they process anger? Do they yell? Do they scream? Are they throwing things? Or do they talk and do they communicate? Do they lie? Do they cry? Do they run away? These are all important things to know, especially because, as we all know, relationships don't always stay rosy. There's always going to be something, a situation that's going to put you in a space where you have to discuss things. You have to, it may get a little ugly. So it's important to know these things. So back to my point on soulmates. I wanted to basically talk about clarity. Why is it important? So clarity for general purposes, is getting to know the real deal. Now, one of the ladies yesterday on the radio show, and if you haven't listened to the radio show, at least tune in maybe 30, 40 minutes and listen to it because there's some good stuff on there, Um, talked about real questions to their mates. Like, do not mince words. If you want to know what are we, ask what are we. One would hope that, you would get that information prior to doing stuff that you shouldn't be doing with people that you're not supposed to be with. But, unfortunately, that is not the situation that we live in today. <laughs> so what I'm saying that to say is to get clarity. Clarity is okay to get. People get really fearful of asking questions because someone might leave them, and that's a problem to me. You should know without a shadow of a doubt where you stand with people so for instance uh there was a friend she um had a guy that she was crushing on for forever and it finally happened they finally talked and kissed and everything went down the way she saw it in her dreams and i said so okay what are you are you guys you know you you guys together you guys dating oh i don't know well why not i didn't ask him why not (laughs) Why not? Why wouldn't you ask somebody that you've been wanting to be with why wouldn't you ask them where do we go from here? It's an important question. Otherwise you're left up to decide or guess and you might be a hundred percent wrong. Well he might leave. If he leaves, because you're asking for clarity, for information, he is the one for you. And I go back to there's somebody for everybody and that's the that's the circle of fear if you understand that there is somebody for you then you won't be as afraid to get the clarity that you need he might leave let him leave it puts you that much closer to your soulmate and i and i say he and because i am a female but please understand i mean females too if she leaves because you're asking her to put a label on what it is that you guys are doing, let her leave. I promise you in my circle of friends, there's a baddie every, you could throw a stick and and touch five baddies. There are women out there going to the gym. There are women out there studying. There are women out there uh, improving themselves every day. So to stay with somebody who doesn't want to tell you, what you are or leaves you in the dark on what it is that they want. Why is that necessary? Why is it even a thing? Believe that there is someone for you. Believe that you are enough. Believe that you are a good person and deserve love. And that's one of the things that, despite going through everything that I went through with my marriage, it wasn't necessarily the leaving it was the moving forward that was the hard part for me. It was the getting in the mirror after all the names and um everything that was said to me, and saying to myself, You are worthy of love that's the hard part is loving yourself enough to grant yourself that grace and know that everything that was told to you by your your fifth grade teacher by that stupid boy um, that you liked in eighth grade or by um, even sometimes, some of us, our parents is not true. You are worthy of love. You are worthy of someone who's going to support you and take care of you. You are worthy to be happy because that's what it's all about at the end of the day. So with that being said, guys, I'm telling you, Get yourself some affirmations, and what an affirmation is, it's just something positive that you're speaking into existence, and you say them to yourselves. Try to say them to yourselves in the mirror because it's going to feel funny. It's going to feel ugly. (laughs) Yeah, Close the door if you have to, but it is, it is a very healing tool, and you speak things as if they're happening now, like, I am worthy of love and affection. I deserve love and affection. You want to put them into positive and uh, present tense. You don't want to do I will because you're going to always be waiting if you say I will. You want to say I am. And who are you today? What are you claiming today? So that is an important thing. And I'm so thankful that I have this opportunity to kind of chat with you guys and get this out there because it is important. And a lot of people don't do this and a lot of people are hurting. And even if you're struggling right now, you can start today. You can go after this radio show because, you know, I want you to listen to the whole thing, right? So after this radio show, I do want you to go into the mirror and I do want you to say to yourself the things that you wish someone has said to you before because it is the truth. You are, I don't know if I can say curse words here, but you're a bad butt. You should act like it. Don't give your power away. What those people said to you, those people said to you because they were also hurt. Okay? And what I do know is that what the things that our parents say to us or the things that these people say to us, they end up becoming the the voice in our head. So the moment that we make a mistake, those things start turning around in our head and we start calling ourselves out and telling ourselves that we're not anything. And that's where we need to stop it. When you find yourself, and I call it spiraling, when you find yourself spiraling, stop. This is not true. I know this is not true. I know I'm a good person. I know that I'm already of love, and I know I deserve more than this. Stop. Refocus and get back to a space where you can love on yourself because that's the hard work. It's not the divorce. It's that divorce is, an, is a legal proceeding. It's not the breakup. It's the moving forward. And we'll talk about the what ifs next episode. And if you like what you hear, I hope you do. Please know that I will be on next week, same time, same space. And I hope that you'll have some questions and comments for me, and I will definitely address them. And hopefully this wasn't too painful. It wasn't as painful for me as I thought it was going to be. (laughs) But I am still growing and changing, and hopefully I will be better next week. So I am so thankful that you guys tuned in because it is important, you know, to support – local artists and when with the coming weeks i'm going to hopefully grab some local people and we'll have some interviews that would be fun i really have some uh boss friends <clears throat> meaning like um I won't even say names because hopefully they won't. I want them to say yes before I say any names. But I have filmmakers and I have um, IT tech people and I have people, I mean, just people that are bomb. And I feel like it's going to be a really good show, and I hope to end next week for the same. And we can maybe make this a community. And for those people that are calling from or listening from out of state, thank you for joining me. And please feel free to hit up my social media. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I'm definitely on TikTok. Now, mind you, okay, so listen, I'm kind of old, but I do TikTok and my, a lot of my TikToks are jokes. So if you're, if you're, <laughs> if uh, you are. <laughs> not as a, if your humor is not like mine, you may not appreciate it as much, but I'm also on uh, Pinterest. I'm on Twitter. And sadly I'm on YouTube. I am trying to get that YouTube together, but my keyword for all of that is to DJ Don, please look that up. Um, and I will be happy to address any comments, questions or concerns that you guys have. And I'm so thankful that you guys are here. Please uh, take a moment and, um, When you get off of here and visit my website at com, And I write blogs, have a podcast, a music rundown, and I'm hoping you guys will tune into that. So with that being said, I do want to leave you with one affirmation that works for me every time, and I actually have it written by my door. So when I walk out of my door, I can see it. And it is, everything is working towards my best interest. Everything is working towards my best interest. So when I feel stressed or I feel like everything is coming to a head or everything is, you know, crashing down around my ears, I look at that saying, everything is working towards my best interest because it is. Even those things that don't look like they are, they are. Even when it doesn't feel good, it's still working towards your best interest. Because remember, spirit moves in spaces you don't even know exist, but you don't even know at all and there might be somebody right now who's putting positive words on your name so everything is working towards your best interest okay so you are listening to a dose of dime with Yanni, your DJ, and Dan Stunky on the Bachelor News Radio Network, and I'm hoping that you guys will join me next week, and we'll have new topics, of course, and I will hopefully have some questions to answer or some comments to address. And I'm thanking you for giving me your time. I am so full of gratitude that you guys even showed up for me today. It's just very awesome. So I hope that you listen to the next show that's coming up, and Give them some love as well. And if you have anything that you want to address with me, please hit me up. Also, you can um, call in next time at 646-929-0130, or you can leave a comment on the online chat room which if you're listening online, and it should be, I guess, um, on the page. So thank you so much for giving me this time. And, again, thank you for listening to the Bachelor News Radio Network. Thank you once again for listening, and if you like my content, please feel free to join me, same spot, same time, next week. Listen, if you want me to cover a topic or have a question that you want me to respond to, please hit me up on all my social media. I'm on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, or you can hit me up at www.thedjdime.com.
0: And remember...